0: Welcome to Agent Unstuck Calls, where we talk to real estate agents who are experiencing a challenge in their real estate career, and they're looking for an alternative solution. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with mastermindagent.com, and I'm excited about this episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, Javier, thank you so much for uh, meeting with me today. Excited to chat with you about your business. Uh, What challenge are you experiencing in your real estate practice that you'd like to talk about today?
1: or oh, in general kind of feeling overwhelmed by all the changes that are going on uh especially we hear that uh everything is going uh digital and uh i like technology but i'm not uh, good about technology so and i've been going through different places i mean starting on different areas uh kind of to see you know what is it that I can implement, how to implement it to get more business. But I feel that I've been going uh, maybe too wide and not really applying what needs to be done uh, to get more business. And uh, another challenge with, with buyers, I think it's all over the place. I mean, uh, multiple offers on every home. And if you don't have a buyer that is really strong with get down payment, or a cash buyer, uh, sometimes they can take a lot of our time and do not make any money, which is not a good thing.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Which of those two do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the technology challenges or do you want to talk about the fast market and working with buyers?
1: Probably about uh, what, what to implement uh, to, uh, to, to make it a more, uh, we can say maybe uh, efficient and then uh, enjoyable at the same time.
0: Good, so let's dive into the technology side and the efficiency. Uh, you mentioned that uh, the technology, you feel like it's kind of coming up and passion. First of all, so to give everybody perspective, how long have you been in real estate?
1: Uh, 22 years.
0: 22 years. So you've been in the industry for a long time now. That's so right. You've watched the changes come along. That's and right. uh, which changes are affecting you that you feel like you're not keeping up or that you would like to know more information about? What, what exactly are you feeling overwhelmed about, I think you mentioned earlier?
1: Okay. Uh, probably I would say because most of my business are done by repeat referral. And now with all the, uh, all the social media, you know, there are so many agents and most of my I don't know, but I assume that's how it is. Uh, most of the people, I mean, they get bombarded by other estate agents. And then uh, if I'm not in front of them, then when they're ready to buy or sell, they may go with another agent and not uh, give me a call like it used to be on the good old days.
0: Got it. So you're worried that people that are in your PCSOI, your past client sphere of influence, your friends, your family, your past clients, this database, you're worried that they're gonna get bombarded with your competitor's information on social media and that you're not there to fight back. You don't have a presence there. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Well, I had some presence in front of them, but I feel that uh, I need to be probably more consistent on it. And then, uh, so, so I would say not to really, not to, uh, rely on your repeat and referral, that probably I should start with that, and start going out with other sources, which that's what I'm trying to do, like, for sure by honors, expires, it's something that I want to dive into, is on the divorce, uh, the and then uh, probates as well, I have done it. <laughs> I have done a fail. I know they're not easy to do. That's why I think a lot of newer agents, I mean, they don't have the experience, so they would not be good candidates, maybe like myself to get hired by those people that they're looking for somebody that has uh, experience on
0: it. Sure. Well, we've got a couple different issues that are popping up here. I'm gonna come back to, to one that I, I'd like to address. And that is your, your past clients, your repeat and referral business. Let's dive into that for a second and how it may or may not be affected by the technology. I think that's kind of a clear path for us uh, for today's talk. So um, you, you mentioned that, uh, well, first of all, you've been in the business 22 years. So do you know how many past clients you have now after 22 years? Uh
1: that's something that i've been working on my database i know i need to get it organized i started working on that abc team and I run i'm looking at my a and b team about 230 uh people which probably about uh, half of that i can see if i call and they will remember for sure who i am and the their half maybe i had to uh do a little talk so they can remember for sure oh yeah that's
0: you. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. now you're, you've got a database then of about 230 people. Did I hear that correct? That is right. Okay, good. And these are mainly your past clients?
1: Yeah, most of them are past. Uh, I would say probably half of them are past clients and other people that I know.
0: Okay, great. And uh, do you think there are other past clients out there that are not on this list that you lost uh, track of over time?
1: Yeah, I'm actually going through my uh, the MLS to see the property that I sold down the path and on you know, I- also because sometimes they're on the phone but not on the on our database.
0: Right. And I think you should do that. Um, so let me let me just tell you why I'm going down this path. Now, what I call PCSOI, your past clients and your sphere of influence. Right. That's that's your best source of business always. It's always gonna be easier than that elusive, shiny object business out there, right. whatever you wanna name it. And we can go down those paths, but you should right. always start with building up your foundation, which is your PCSOI. And right. as you've just pointed out, it's there, you're getting referrals, which is fantastic. Right. And that's not even working it properly is what I'm hearing. You don't even have a good handle on your database yet. (laughs) I hope everybody's hearing this. You've had a successful 20 year career and your database is a little weak. That's great news because now you can firm it up, okay? So keep going through that database and keep building it. And you have an existing database, build up the rest of it so you have this nice, big, strong group. Right. The the next thing to do is to go down through that group and and create a campaign to reach out to them and stay in touch with them, stay in front of them. And you have multiple mediums to do that through, right? You can do it through mail. You can do it through email. You can do it through text message. You can make a phone call. You can go into social media. There's all kinds of ways to touch these people and stay in touch with them. And you got to build that database first. So I'm so proud of you for putting that thing in place. Cause that's exactly what you should be doing. That is the gold mine. Right. And it's going to uh, feed you uh, over the next 10 years or however long you want to continue to do this business. I mean, it's that's where it's at as far as how that connects into social media and your concern about other agents contacting your people. That's legitimate concern. right? What you want to do is just, firm up your relationship with them uh, by creating this database and then getting that annual marketing plan in place. All that means is you're creating touches with these people and building the relationship. One aspect I'm going to keep coming back to now is the social media side. For instance, once you build your list, you can take that list of either emails, phone numbers, addresses, whatever you have, you can upload that into Facebook as an example, Facebook will create a custom audience based on your database. And then you can now market to your own people to stay in front of them. Because it's such a small group of that's in this case right now, 230 people, it's going to be relatively inexpensive to do this. We're talking $5 a day or something for a, a campaign that goes out for the month. So five times one, you know, $150 for the month to keep your image or whatever you decide to do, your post, your video, whatever it's going to be in front of your people on social media. So you're doing the absolute right thing. Uh, I want you to remember that social media is touted as everything, but it's not. It's just another medium to get to your people. Right. So The best thing you, to do beats social media down the, you know, all the time. And that is face-to-face. So We're second best. We're doing it digitally face-to-face, right? Mm -hmm. The first one is physically face-to-face, then digitally face-to-face, and then on the phone talking to one another. Those are much stronger than a social media post. And it just kind of goes down the line. You want to create a campaign where you're making multiple touches to these folks throughout the course of a year so they always remember you. And when they think of real estate, they think of your name first, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. And I actually been calling them, but uh, kind of once in a while, but the one that I feel I'm uh, more uh, much close to them or more connected to them. But I know I should kind of expand and yes, keep talking to them because you never know which one is going to be the, the next deal.
0: Exactly. It, yeah, you've already figured it out. You know, the old days we called it cherry picking. You, you figured out there's this great group that's already given you referrals and you're close to, and you have a great relationship with, I want you to continue that. That's powerful. Right? Do you know how many people are in that group? For instance, how many people have you been staying in relationship with and making these phone calls to? Well, what do you think that number is?
1: Not many, I would say probably around 20.
0: Good, so that's like your top 20, right? Right. Yeah, and even in your database of 230, which is a great database, by the way, that's a good size database, in that you want to have a top 10%, in this case, a top 25 or a top 20, because those are the people who are probably sending the majority of the referrals.
1: Correct. Yeah, I was probably around five of those are the ones that send me people. If they don't buy, they send me people almost all the time.
0: Exactly, and you want to continue that. All you want to do is build that relationship a bit stronger with those folks by making that more consistent so that they send even more, tell their friends even more often because they're great people. They love to refer you. And then the second part is the other folks in the database. You want to reinitiate that contact with them and make sure that you come back up into their top of mind because everybody in their head has a list. They have lists of things in their head. So if I say, uh, tell me a soda pop, you're going to tell me Coke, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, what, Doc, Mr. Pip. You're going to have some list in your mind of what they are. And you'll rank them, probably the top two or three in your head. If I tell you the word car, you start to think of whatever it is, Toyota or Lexus or whatever, The Mitsubishi, something is in your mind of what that is everybody has that list. And so when they say real estate, somebody says to them, the word real estate, we want your name to boom, be top one, they'd say, Oh, that's Javier. And then they go down the list of maybe they know a couple other agents. But we want your name to come to the top, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. And so the way to do that is first, you did a great job for them. I'm going to assume you did a great job for your past clients. I'm gonna also assume you have good relationships with the other people in there, your sphere, your friends and family. And our job next then is to make sure you stay in front of them often. Now the question is how often, right? If you were touching base with them every day, you'd, you'd bug them too much. It'd be too, well, too you know, you call them every hour, it would be unbearable, right? Everybody knows there's a limit. But if you if you only touch base with them once a year, or once every five years, that's just not enough, right? Because all you picked up on it, there's all these other messages coming at them from all these other directions. Right. So the the question then becomes, how many contacts is the right number? Do you have an idea what that is?
1: How many contacts per day?
0: Yeah, what do you think the contact number is to stay in front of your people? How many contacts per how often? So. Should it be once a month? Should it be five times a year? Should it be, you know, do you have a number in your mind?
1: Or right now, I should probably at least uh, talk to them at least four times a year. And then, but be in front of them at least probably two to four weeks, either by text, by email, or, you know, that social media keeps coming back. And uh, one thing that I'm kind of, not feeling good about it, to start using a video. And Hmm. videos you know, everybody keeps talking about it, but you know, I've been shy most of my life, which is something I need to get rid of it. And, uh, but uh, when they they say you should use social media, they always say video. And when they say video, I say, I'm not doing
0: that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that Kind of of stop and then, i feel like i not
0: doing it well remember this the whole thing is to design the business around you and your strengths what you do and don't like so you can add or subtract whatever is most comfortable for you so let's start there you don't have to do video to be successful you haven't done video in the past and you've been successful so you don't have to do that let's right. just talk uh, just for a second about it if you do decide to do video Let's just say this, you want to be yourself. So you mentioned you're more you're shy or a little more reserved when you do your videos, that's what you want to do. You want to be you. You want everybody to go, "Yeah, that's Javier. I know that guy. That's that's my buddy. That's my friend." If you were to talk, you know, differently, uh they wouldn't know who you are, right? They'd be like, "Well, I don't know who that guy is. I thought I knew him, and I don't know him." So you just want to be yourself if you ever do decide to do video. Uh, And we're, we're doing some right now. We just, you just talk and, uh, you know, you get out there and you're going to make some mistakes and it doesn't matter. People like you, they just want to see you and feel you and talk to you and be part of your life.
1: Right. And I heard, you know, from that different people that when they're talking about using video, they say, if you don't like how you look on video, well, that's how you actually look. So, okay. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Nobody does. We're all self-critical. We are all self-critical. Every single person on the planet doesn't like to hear their voice or see their face in video. Even people, I know people who are way out there, they're doing videos every day. They won't watch their own videos. They don't like it. (laughs) Okay. Now, maybe a narcissist, okay, there might be some narcissists out there, but for most people, most people don't actually like to hear themselves talk or or hear their voice or see them because they... They think there's something wrong or that's natural. Right. You don't want to get the information out there. Now you could do a lot of other things to connect on social media. You can do posts where you put a picture. Okay. And some text. you can just put up text. I believe you can do audio. Uh, There's a lot of different ways to reach out to people. You could do videos of something else. That's not you. Okay. There's just ways to connect. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I do want to keep pointing out that social media is not the end all. It doesn't have to be everything. It's just supplemental. It's just another thing to do. I would focus on what you mentioned. I'm going to go back to what you mentioned. You said the very first thing you said was, I want to talk to my people four times a year. Yes. Yeah, that's the gold right there. Picking up the phone and talking. You know who does social media? People who are scared to pick up the phone and talk. You have that strength. And that's, remember I mentioned in the very, uh, earlier, you want to build on your strengths. If you're right. comfortable picking up the phone and calling, that's the strongest way you can go other than being face to face, like inviting them out to lunch or something like that. Right.
1: That is, that's true. Yep. So,
0: and if you Are you comfortable calling people on the phone? I assume so by what you were saying. Is that true? Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, the, the people that, that I know mainly, yes, I am. Right. I, I need to get comfortable calling the expires and of course the owners. And-
0: uh... Well, that's a different group. That's a different group in a different right. conversation. Right. Those are strangers out there and yeah, they can be good business, but that's a different call. <laughs> right. Yep. We have a little bit of time today. We're going down one path. Got so it, okay. In your PCSOI, are you comfortable calling all your friends, family and past clients? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Good. And that's your power. That's your superpower. And that's what you should focus on, okay? okay? So four times a year is a very strong pace. More than that would probably be too much, but four times a year is really good. Now for your really good referrers, those top 20, you could go as high as once a month as far as a personal contact, either a phone call or inviting them to lunch or inviting them over your house for a barbecue or you know some kind of more connection because they've proven that they're, they're really powerful in your business and you should invest more time and effort in them.
1: All right. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that I was trying to go like different ways, like go too wide, but uh, you're right. I should focus more on them because like you said, they're easier to get visits from. And uh, so we don't have to be spinning our wheels around too much.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and it's more fun. It's more fun. It's easier. It's the most profitable business. And what you're doing is you're niching down into your PCSOI. It's the most, niching creates power. It creates focus of all your time, effort, and energy. When you do that into your PCSOI, it creates a lot of profits as well, a lot of business. They just come together nicely. Now, you could niche down into for sale by owners. You could niche down into expireds. Again, another conversation, but... I, you don't need to go there unless you need to expand your business. Let's right. talk about your list again, just to give you some numbers. You got two hundred and thirty people in your list that you've told me. Do all those people know you? You know them, and you'd recognize each other in the grocery store. I would say,
1: I would say probably half of them. Yeah, like I said, when I talk to them, sometimes I had to remind them of who I am, and then uh, yeah, I was probably half of them.
0: Okay, so we've got a good half. And now we got to reconnect with the other half. That's all you just have to reinitiate the conversation get back in front of them. Now you can do that over the phone. You can do that by sending a text message, you could send a letter, you could send an email, you know, depending on your comfort level of reaching out, but you need to reach out and start reconnecting with them. Believe me, they're going to remember. You had a great conversation. You had a great business situation happen. You helped them buy their home or it's a Great reason to contact them if they've been past clients. You just say, "Hey, I was just calling to check on you. And see how the homes go? We haven't talked in so long. How's the house doing?"
1: Hey, exactly.
0: Right. That's a great way to start it. Uh-huh. Uh, or how are the kids? How's the family? How's the wife? How's the husband? You know what? How are things going in your life? That's all you got to do is reconnect.
1: That's right. Yep. yep. Don't
0: bring like, up the real estate. They're going to say, well, how's real estate? You say, it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Everybody wants
0: to know more real estate. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by, it's just great. I'm, I'm always looking for great people like you to work with. Do you know anybody? I mean, you can go into those scripts if you want to, but I want you to know that you don't even have to if it's uncomfortable. The key what? is the connection. It's the what? friendship, right? It's the relationship.
1: And uh, since the other day that you and I talked briefly about setting up this appointment, I kind of start getting uh, stuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through my list and then kind of uh, get them organized and start making phone calls, a, a few more phone calls since yesterday. So yesterday and today, I probably talked to uh, four to six people.
0: That is fantastic. So
1: everybody yeah. helped me out uh, Like for the last couple of days.
0: I'm glad to hear that and did uh, how was how did it go did you make some good connection
1: uh yes I did i talked to this a uh, uh, lady that I know uh sphere and then uh, she told me about a condo next to her that the older lady she she uh she fell and then uh, she went to the hospital she hmm. never came back but she's thinking she's a boy, they put it up for sale. you know I may be interested in buying it so now I'm searching for the homeowner to see they
0: want to sell. Look at that! You, so just a couple calls, four, five, six calls, and you've already right. found somebody who wants to buy something. Uh, you found a, cl- a potential client. It's right. amazing how it happens, isn't it? You, what you're doing is you're taking action and you're putting yourself out there, right. and the activity just kind of finds you. Whereas if you if you hide, <laughs> you know, hey, you, hide. they're not going to find you. you yeah, they're going to say they're going to leave you alone.
1: Yeah, I see sometimes we know some of the things that we need to do, but we just we just get complacent or, you know, start getting distracted. But so many things going around, and we don't do it. But uh, that's something of the past if I want to grow the business.
0: <laughs> I think you're going to do great. I, I have a good feeling about this. Well, let's do this. we got to wrap up our call. I like to give an assignment at the end of each call. So do you have something to write with? I'm going to give you an assignment.
1: Yes, i uh-huh.
0: okay. Here's your assignment. Your assignment is, uh, first of all, to con- well, I think we're going to start there. We're going to start with, I want you to continue to build out your PCSOI list, your, your database. Okay. It sounds like you've been working on it, uh, but I want you to come to a completion. And what I mean by that is where you feel comfortable that you have found everybody you want in that database and they're there and you have them in the database. Does that make sense? You've grabbed the past clients you can find. You've, You've located the sphere of influence you want. They're in the database. Now, the database is a living organism. It's going to continue to grow. But I want you to come to the point where you go, yeah, I got this thing where I want it. I'm comfortable. Boom. This is my number. Like you gave me the number of 230. I want you to come to a number and say, my database is blank. And that database are names of people that you know like and trust they know like and trust you you have a connection with uh you've done business with them in the past they're friends family uh or they're really close acquaintances right they're referrers um that's who you want in there and that's it i just that's the only assignment i want you to get that database completed okay and then i want you to email me and tell me that it's done and how many you finally got in there my question for you is when could you get that done?
1: Uh, let's see, uh, seven days.
0: Perfect. I love it. Uh, that was a good job giving yourself a tight time frame. When? Uh, what? Give me the date that it'll be done.
1: By uh, uh, July the seventh.
0: Perfect. July seventh. What time?
1: Uh, Five p.m. Uh, Pacific time.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. At that time, I want you to send me an email with the, the the fact that you, one, completed it, and two, the total number. Okay, that's your accountability part to help you stay on track.
1: Perfect.
0: Okay. And so, again, you tell me the assignment back to make sure that I gave it to you correctly.
1: Uh, yep, I'm going to organize my database uh, by July of- seven five pm and then i'm gonna email you let you know that it's done and how many people i have on my database
0: perfect that's step one and it's the most powerful step because once you get all those people there and you feel confident that they're there and you know who they are you're kind of motivated now to do something with them right you're motivated to put a plan in place you're motivated to take action on the plan because Now you know they're there, you know who's there, it's fresh in your mind, you're comfortable, you wanna reach out, you wanna reconnect with people just like they wanna reconnect with you. Right. I'm gonna give you one more piece of advice while you're putting that list together. And that is this, if there's anybody in the list that you, they're there because they were a past client, friend, family, whatever, but you don't really connect with them, you know, you really don't wanna work with them again, that's okay leave them in the database, but relabel them something else. Okay, relabel them dead or relabel them, don't want to work with them or relabel, you know, bottom of the list, whatever you want to call it, just some group that's out in left field, you call it left field, what you know, the back 40, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, you should keep them on your list because you you want to remember who they are and that you had this challenge, whatever it was. But you need to remove them from your main list so you're not scared to contact your list does that make sense Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable and confident reaching out to your your core list so that's why i say if there's anybody that you're not comfortable with just put them over on the side
1: okay okay cool yeah perfect
0: i really like the issue you brought up which is you know we get stuck in one mode and we're worried about another mode and i think that's good for people to hear that they don't have to do everything because you know our society says that you got to be everywhere and do everything that's just not true you have uh, to narrow in on your niche and focus and you brought that forward i think you did a great job
1: yeah i think uh you know you're right that well, we try to expand that too much because uh we hear from different cultures that you need to have at least eight to ten spokes like different people right but, uh, I don't know if that's more when you have a team of people because you want exactly. to be feeding, you know, all the, the, uh, the team members, but being a solo agent, you're probably right. We don't want to be running all around and not really focusing on people that, I mean, where we can actually, I mean, kind of narrow down instead of being uh, too white.
0: You are exactly right. You know, you said it better than me. Thank you for saying that, that, uh, and I, and we should have maybe opened up that topic maybe another day, but this idea of too many spokes, I keep hearing that people are paranoid that they don't have enough lead generation out there. I'm talking to the top agents in the nation. As you know, people are closing one, two, three, four, five hundred 500 deals, and they are feeding other agents and they say they're doing 28 things, but when you really look at their business, one big thing feeds 50% or more of their business. That's repeating referrals. And then the next one down is usually 20 to 30% of their business, whatever it was that they opened up, internet leads or whatever they did. And then maybe a third one that's generating more of their business. And the rest of them are little, little itty-bitty, almost nothings. So even they are really focusing on just one, two, or three things. Uh,
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Everybody said they're doing so many things, but when you look at it in real life or on paper, it's not that way.
0: Yeah. If you talk to the people who track, they track this stuff. Not everybody really tracks it, but the ones that really do track. And they say at the end, Hey, how'd you hear about me? How'd you find me? They track their lead source.
1: Right.
0: They're the ones that I've talked to. And they go, Oh man, I ended up having to drop all that other stuff because it was costing me money and not bringing any money in. I had to get rid of it. Um, I talked to so many people they say, I'm spending all this money on internet leads or social media or whatever uh, and I really like that people are looking at it and I say, well, great. How much business has it brought in? And they say, well, none, but I know it will. I'm like, that's nuts. <laughs> that reminds me of the old internet days. Do you remember when they had the dot com boom in 99 and 2000? And they, everything was about eyeballs. They were trying to get eyeballs on websites. And I right. called it eyeballs. And they're like, okay, great. You got a million eyeballs, but how many cells did you make? Well, none, but we had a million eyeballs last month. Like, who cares? And sure enough, those businesses all tanked. You remember? They all went down and out. Right.
1: Yeah, that, Yeah. are absolutely right.
0: And yeah. I love how you said the solo agent has to focus on one or two things real narrow. And the number one place to always start is your PCSOI. And so people who are brand new and they don't have any past clients, they do have to go talk to Fisbos and expireds and, Geographic farming and internet leads on because they got to get a bigger group. You already have a good group. Well, this is fantastic. This has been a lot of fun. Was this helpful?
1: Yeah, it really helps. Yeah, this is good.
0: (laughs) Good. I can't wait to see your assignment. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Mike. I truly appreciate all your time.
0: Well, that's it for Agent Unstuck calls. It was a lot of fun today. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and click that like button. And if you want to hear more calls like this, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you know exactly when the next episode is coming out. And if you have any thoughts about what you heard today and you'd like to relay that to everyone else, go ahead and put that down in the comment section so people can talk about it. And finally, if you're stuck in your real estate career, you're a veteran who's having some challenges and you can't figure out how to get to that next step, go ahead and schedule yourself an unstuck call. Just go to agentunstuckcall.com. That's agentunstuckcall.com. And let's get you scheduled in. You'll go in there, you'll fill out a quick survey, you'll find a time that works for you, and we'll get on a call just like this and see if we can't get you some answers. All right, this has been a lot of fun. I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with Mastermind Agent. And again, thank you for joining us on Agent Unstuck Calls. Take care.